We'll do it live. Okay. Fucking thing. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Right. Fuck it. here what is the subject for today we don't have a guest unfortunately to tell their crazy stories instead we're just gonna have to fall back on our own yeah the guest uh the, the guest had a rescheduling so we're probably gonna hopefully get him on next week i'm gonna miss him <laughs> i was actually looking forward to that <laughs> so since we uh we lost a guest what would be a good story to cover this week or a good type of maybe maybe not so much of a train wreck but more of uh, certain experiences well, it's kind of like, why do we do it? As I've always wanted to get into hallucinogens because I think they're helpful for humanity. Um, what's the most intense shit you've ever consumed? DMT. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a Roger that. That fucking doesn't even settle when it say it takes you to the moon. It takes you out of your body. Yeah, you you. you it almost feels like you're ripping across time and space. But isn't that the point, though? And I remember doing that a lot with other psychedelics of trying to get out there like, oh, how far can I push it? What is this reality all about? Well, I think the whole principle of a psychedelic is to help you understand that the consciousness that you operate on, it, it isn't what you really think it is because the fact that you're tethered to the, your, your body. So once you've broken the paradigm where you're attached and, you, and you're removed from it, Think about it. A, yeah, lot, a lot of yeah. a lot of who you are is based on you on your physical attributes. Well, it's always the question I've asked people: Are you that body, or are you in that body? Yeah. So what? And a lot of people can't answer that question. So what happens when you've built your entire persona on your body, and then all of a sudden you go through a a, a, a psychedelic experience where you actually rip from your body? So what? <laughs> you probably feel helpless. Well, it's it's <laughs> what not that, but if you built this ego around the body and who you are, but when your mind's removed from it during a psychedelic experience. There's been some does, philosophers does, that have said that. Does, if you were a body, how much of that body can we remove before you're not you anymore? Yeah. And that's a trick question. Technically, with your consciousness, you don't have you don't even need the body. Yeah. In theory. Yeah, it's it's it and it's so the thing with DMT is it comes on so fast. Imagine taking acid. It comes on faster than weed. Yeah. Weed uh, takes about seven minutes. Yeah. So think of this. Think of it for anybody that's taken acid and they've never took DMT. Think about so you got a, a twenty hour to eighteen hour run with acid. Imagine condensing. Oh, fuck that. Ma- imagine condensing that entire time frame down to ten minutes. So all the durations of the peak and everything is condensed into a yeah. 10 the lift cycle. off the peak, the whole nine is all yeah. condensed into like you said about ten minutes, maybe a fifteen minute trail off. I think. Yeah, so you have a ten minutes. I remember right. Ten minutes, and then you're and then you're 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 warping back to reality to a degree. Oh, for sure. But the weird thing is, is like all of those, like every Tool album. Every psychedelic <laughs> picture that you've ever seen is right there in front of your eyes for about five seconds before you disappear. Oh yeah, and it and it's it. The thing too is, I know a lot of people that when you take DMT, they they talk about uh, geometric shapes. That's the big thing. The geometric shapes, they 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 fall in this calendrical where they they co- they collapse and they and they form an an endless cycle. The best way to describe, it, I guess, is what a kaleidoscope. Yeah, you see an endless kaleidoscope of geometric shapes that are all moving. And but but within these geometric shapes is pictures and and, and all these different information. Things. Yeah. It's almost like how they decipher the matrix as the numbers are coming down. Oh yeah, you're looking into those shapes. That, going, that means very, that. That means this. That means this, that. But it's happening at such a rapid rate. <laughs> and, rapid and, rate and not only that, right. but they're it's moving and twisting at the same time. 
Other <clears throat> shapes are collapsing on it, and they're expanding and contracting. And but isn't that through. how our existence is? Almost like in the whole, if you don't capture the moment, it's gone. You're on to the next. Yes, one. that's. I think yeah. that's. I think that's the hidden meaning behind seeing that kind of geometry of your existence. Well, the, the whole thing too is is once you go on a DMT trip, I mean, and and you're detached from the body. You get a different reference of what what really makes you up. Like, you know, even me and, and most people probably would agree that the person you that you personify and you put out there into the world isn't really always who you are. You're you're sometimes. Oh, you're, I guarantee the ego, the hyper ego. Yeah, sometimes you're putting on a front. Sometimes you're doing things. Sometimes you sometimes you do things and you do them. But even though you do them, you think to yourself, "Why in the fuck are you doing that?" Oh, I have those moments definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, I have them consistently, but I I try to be more self aware when I do them. To like, hey, well, it's like what I try and tell people when they're like, oh man, it's like being called fake makes me laugh. It's like how can I be fake and weird at the same time? The weirdness is me being real, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I'm upstanding, Mister Gentleman, wearing a tie, then that's what I'm being fake. So <laughs> you know? so if you really had a uh, kind of well, tell your story the first time that that you tried it. Well, when I tried it. It's, it's like trying to describe a dream, honestly. Everything, the, the color, like like what you see on shrooms with like I call the Skittle effect or the rainbow effect, is was fucking instant. And mm. everything broke down into, I guess, small squares of information. Everything was like just broke down. Like I was looking through a grid, almost like a screen door. But that those gaps in between contained information, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah. And the first thing I did was to test that it was really happen. I moved my hands in front of me and saw like massive fucking trails. and was like, oh, yeah, got comfortable in my chair, leaned back and closed my eyes and gone. Yeah. Now, I saw my body there and I was aware of certain sensations. Like I thought there was rocks in my mouth the whole fucking time, which is weird. <laughs> but then what I saw was essentially the fabric of existence and how we're on one side of it intentionally blinded from the other side. And there's no reason to be alarmed. I didn't really feel scared. You, you know, you know what it does, and I, I, I haven't really quite experienced this, but a lot of people who've who've been on uh, multiple trips, they say what it does. It, it ha has you come to has you come to terms with the mechanical uh, shortcomings of your body. Yeah, unlike shrooms, that makes you deal with like the fears you've encountered. It, what had oh, fuck? I read that earlier. They were saying that shrooms fucking brings you to a new understanding of reality, whereas DMT takes you out of reality for a completely different understanding. Yeah. So it's almost like the fish don't know they're in a fishbowl until they're out of the fishbowl kind of thing. Can't see the forest when you're in it. So I was definitely aware of um, almost like I felt like little things were running around the ground. Like like almost like the pitter-patter of cats, but it, you could tell it was a biped. I, oh, was really? that, I was that mathematically cognitive going, that's two legs, running around. And see, I'm surprised you were able to pin that down because it, usually it's so intense. Uh, it was very intense, but again, this is like with a lot of, I feel because I've... I take a lot of time to meditate and fast and go go naturally into some things. Now, what was that one dude that said, oh, people, you can get a lot higher without drugs and you can't. No, no. Have you never taken DMT? I, there's no way I could fucking meditate my shit into that, dude. Oh, there's no way. Now, you, you can you can get glimpses of it if you get far enough. There's a book called... You know what? You know, it's funny you say that because I, I, I do believe that. And I think the way you could pull it off, if you fasted... For 40 days? Yes. Oh, I guarantee you could buy a, you could write a new book of Revelation. Well, I, I think if you fasted 40 days, you can you can touch the experience of what DMT would probably bring you. I could see that. Fa Chem chemically, it would be the same because... Not just fasted, but fasted and then went through sleep deprivation. Yeah, because that's essentially chemically, from what I was reading, DMT is very similar to 
the cocktail that's released in your brain when you die. Yeah, and, that's, and you can and that's make your saying. so with forty days, forty nights, and you know being sleep deprived, your body's gonna all all hands on deck. I think we're dying. So what you're saying is Gandhi wasn't wasn't trying to do good. He was just trying to get high. No, the high was a side <laughs> effect. I think I think he was morally there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mother Teresa, I don't believe you. <clears throat> but to get the how do I say it? To get the cosmic thumbs up that there was really no fear for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I it, got I got the whole, hey, it's all good. And I'm like, okay, I understand. And it wasn't like, oh, I have to understand because it was, this is it. I would, I would even say when you come out of it, you take a piece of that with you that the, the understand the, the shortcomings of, the, of your mechanical operation. Oh, absolutely. And I've, I've, it's weird <laughs> that like the only new thing that I really saw on it again, because like even I had the salvia trip where I saw my spirit animal that pushed me back and went, dude, you've already got enlightenment. Get out of here. Right. And so this time was kind of like, I don't want to say an extension of that, but it was kind of like a whole, oh, okay, I get it. This is just, for me, that kind of thing was just, I don't know, gratification that I've been on the right path. Uh, what, what would you say your your sense of uh, time or just overall, what, what did it seem like? Um, well, if you could spend a year inside 10 minutes, that's about it. I'd say that's pretty accurate. And the whole thing was, is like back in the day when I was scared, like you're in your early 20s doing shrooms and shit. You have no idea. What you you want it to end. Oh my God, I'm out of my fucking mind. Yeah. And this one, it was, no, 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 no. When I did it, it was like, don't fucking fight it. Just roll with it. Yes. You know, and what sucks is I wish I could remember it crisply like when I was there, but there's no way, especially when the time gets between you and when you tripped. I mean, yeah. it's fucking, there's no way. But I can imagine, I can imagine how a bad trip in that state would be because I read a little bit about that too. What, I was like, Oh cool. What type of geometric shapes did you end up seeing when you're, when you're, when you're just spinning through it? Uh, the best way to describe it, cylinders, kaleidoscopes, um, nothing. I, I, I basically saw proof of the old saying that God doesn't paint in straight lines. <laughs> no, fuck, that's the only way I can describe it. It's like straight up like, Oh my God, there's no such thing as a straight line on, you know what I mean? That everything is all fucking ripples and curves and you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah you know but everything mathematically lined up so like if you think about it like stacking um stacking a log truck for you know like uh, you stack the logs they're all universal all uniform and in the same lines but you know that there's no need for that in the cosmic grand look at look how a forest floor looks you know what i mean everything's all chaos and all over the ground yeah, and shit. There, there's no geometric pattern to anything no and if you see it you're our, our brains have a tendency to try and make sense out of everything and I think that's I think that's what you see when you're on DMT is your brain's still trying to kind of make sense. And then once it's gone, all you see is mind's eye, mind's eye shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's actually uh, don't you say that I, I could I could see that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But then what was it even when <laughs> the shit running around on the floor was one of my biggest I wanted to see it. I wanted to see what it was, but I kept feeling feeling it like brush past my legs and shit. Did you feel the sensation of being your 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 mind being pulled from you to a degree at all or not? Yes, it's it like the best way to describe it is that scene in Deadpool when he goes through the water thing, but it's sideways. It's all <laughs> like literally moving out of my body and looking down and seeing my body. Yeah, you know, is the best way, but not really looking because it's not really a body as much as perceiving. Yeah, everything in three hundred and sixty degrees, spherical, not a circle. 360 degrees yes. sphere around yeah, you. You're aware of weird. everything around you. Noise, sound, sensation. It, it, it fucking, I don't know. I could see why at some point, well, actually what is it? 10,000 years. It's therapeutical in a way. Cause no matter what, it's undeniable that something fucking happened. Yeah. So if somebody was suffering from depression, 
You throw them on that fucking log ride, <laughs> you know. See, th- so th- uh, I-, I thought this would be fun to expand in this, kind of get your opinion. Like the first time I, the first time I did do it, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get what they call the breakthrough experience. That that's yeah. what, that's what you fully. Oh, so it's just recreational at that point. Not really recreational. It it just no. When 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 you I couldn't imagine somebody doing that recreationally. No, neither can I. No way. I'm not, I, no way would you want DMT to be in a park. is not a recreational use because it's it. It's not something you want to turn around and get right back into. Let me tell you that right now. No, I will. That's the problem I think with a lot of consumption, especially in this country. It's party till you puke kind of mentality. Yeah, which I find that weird. And, and yeah, exactly. It's, well, if we got beer, how much beer can we drink? If we got weed, how much weed can we smoke? It's like well, don't no, be that, doing that shit with DMT. You know? That that that's such a young person view of doing anything. Oh, too. absolutely. But I mean, conservatively, I could see that. Like when you hear Joe Rogan talk about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you you see, I did a lot of reading today, and I'm like, oh my god, everybody has a very similar thing, which is weird because if you think of like on an acid trip or a shroom trip. You can never duplicate it. Oh, yeah. It's never the yes. same thing. Yes, and that, but like the experience you had and I had, we might see similarities, but the way different way different ways of what we're thinking when we're seeing stuff. Oh, yeah. But there was only one time where there was like six of us that were on the same page, and that was the weirdest shit because we all kept seeing the same thing. Oh, that's weird. We were all hallucinating that's the same really way. That's really weird. That is really weird. That's why I do believe that there is some sort of transcendence. You're... Your existence inside this body isn't it. Yeah, you know like, what I mean. There's so, no way. Yeah, so like the first time I did it, it was uh, I never, I didn't get the breakthrough. That's when you, that's when your consciousness kind of just becomes just detached. Gone. Yeah, it becomes detached from the mechanical. So, but the first I, the first time I did it, I did do it. I got a lot of the similarities you get from acid or, sh- or shrooms, where the walls breathe, and they, and you kind of get some intensity. But the DMT is just way more intense. But the thing is. You, I almost got to see the guy operating the switchboard of the mechanical body. See, that's cool. I didn't get. It, it's didn't it's get anything it's, like it's that. almost like the analogy of minimal, but I didn't get the breakthrough. I, it it, it kind of hit me, but it didn't get me re- removed. <laughs> I so, guess I'm lucky. I didn't fuck around. I just went right to the cosmos. So, yeah. So so the the eyes were open, and and, and then you, you you get to watch the guy running the switch. It's I I I chalk it well, up. Well, it's to the, the first same. awareness that there's more going on than you think. Yeah, I, I could I, see why you'd have to go through that stage. Yeah, I, I chalk it up to the analogy of Men in Black with the alien inside the head of the mechanical body. You, <laughs> That's cool. It's like watching the alien run the body and tell the body like you could see it giving cues like, hey, you need to breathe, regulate this. You get to see all these different things operating. You don't see any. I didn't see any geometricals the first time around. But I saw the guy running the switchboard and how the body needs to process things, which is super weird. Yeah, it, I imagine it, when you're not aware it, of that. It's think of it like robo jocks. You, you got you got the you got the <laughs> yeah. human sitting inside the mechanical yeah. body operating it. Or any type of what is, fuck I forgot the it, word of thing. Yeah, Pacific that. Rim just pick yeah, one. Yeah, anything where you're operating a giant machine. Yeah. Which is weird because in the world of video games, I would like to take a hardcore gamer and then monitor them on DMT and see what they see when they come out. Oh. Because they're used to using an avatar all the time, right? So when you pull them out of it, yeah, I'm kind of curious. Are you using an avatar within an avatar? I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. When their whole game, when but their whole that, day is. But that's what it feels like. It, like the first time, it it felt like I was, I was watching myself watch myself do something. That's cool. It's it was weird. It's very weird. Not to be this stupid ass, but what's your birth sign? Uh, Aquarius. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Water. Yeah, I'm a Gemini. Wind. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Planet. Unite. Where's fire? Goddamn! Oh wait, there's no fire. Yeah, so the first time around was that, and yeah, and, and the and it was just weird to watch that operation take place. Uh, as a third, think of it as your Deadpool and you're talking to the crowd. Yeah, you break the fourth wall. You, yeah, you're you're breaking it and you're and you're interacting the areas you're not supposed to. Right. 
I'm like racking my brain trying to remember the dream going, okay, there was this one part where the music and the harmony made sense <laughs> with everything going on. And it's like, I, for some reason, I it reminds me of um, the story of the children of Lemuria. Right? What's that? It's goes. It's from the Emerald Tablets, uh, Emerald Tablets that Toth wrote. He's the uh, eagle head dude from There's Egypt. There's a dude at work that talking about that, and he wants to do something. Yeah, because I told him about that. Oh. And he's, he dove in. I'm like, yes, oh, yeah. got one. Right? <laughs> so that dates all the way back to um, like Pangaea or Atlantis. Atlantis, when they say, oh, they're looking for Atlantis, it's all don't. That's when it, the whole continent was one big continent. That's why you can't find it, because theoretically and factuality, it does not exist. Right? But the children of Lemuria was essentially, I guess we'll call them humans or earthlings, was the original people that were here. <laughs> So your proverbial Adam and Eve was not two people. It was a whole entire population. Now, allegedly, according to Toth, these people communicated uh, telepathically, right? And they had, how do you say the... What uh, is this? It's the Emerald Tablets, bro. This is religion before religion. Oh, wow. Yeah. This, is this like, is this, a, this, is a, this got to be like Mesopotamia era or pre-Mesopotamia. Like I said, Atlantis or Pangaea, like way original humans. You know what the funny thing is, too? I, I don't know if you read much of Plato, but Plato talks about Atlantis. I know. And that's the whole thing is like, dude, I wish again, how many times on the show do I got to say it? If only the fucking libraries of Alexandria weren't burned, dude, we'd all be that person. But there's a reason it was suppressed. And that's even explained in those. But the point is, is that as a social mentality, we were the equivalent of I think it was like a, a 10 year old girl and that's very important to understand why you would relate the because there was men and women but if you think of the mentality what does a 10 year old girl do she hasn't gone through puberty she's aware of emotions she's, I feel like we're almost at right now much of 10 year old girls yeah we've recessed no we're a 14 year old girl right now mentally, <laughs> mentally right and then the upper echelon elite is a 53 year old man who's bossing the 10 year old girl around. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way I could describe that shit and again I can see why DMT would be a schedule one drug because if you had enough shit together and got used to that ride, you would figure that shit out in a heartbeat. Imagine being able to, to take away. And that's, that's allegedly what they did back before they had the technology that we have. To oh yeah. Us. So if you were to read history, you you find out really quick that shamans were sh people. When people hear the word shaman, they automatically think, Oh my God, it's like a witch doctor. No, no shaman no. Shaman was usually the wise guy. The, he the he was the guy that would lend insight to different things you might be going through personally or people experiencing. He was a guy with a lot of knowledge and life experience that can lend insight to different yes. things. You might've been struggling. How he with. got there. Who cares? But it wasn't the shaman wasn't always a druggie. No, there was times like during like in the um, the Indians, there was cycles. It was on moon cycles. It was on year cycles. You didn't do that shit all the fucking time. It was a time to like clean cobwebs and do shit like that. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I almost feel like uh, psychedelics do a good job of disrupting the way you process things. Well, it, it reorganizes everything. Or should I say adds chaos? Based yes. on what we just said. Chaos is always a good place right. to for fertile ground. So it takes those straight lines and reorganizes them so it's perfect sacred geometry. Does that make sense? Because I because like um look up um psychotropic no not psychotropic. Is it psychotropic? Fuck. God damn it. Alright, I'll come back to that one. There's a way uh, holotropic thinking. Holotropic thinking was I think in, I think I heard you mention this. It was in the seven in the seventies, I think, and it was in my opinion suppressed. People were like that has no value. It's like, well, hold on. Our holotropic thinking would explain like ADD and shit like that. Whereas normal, like quote parentheses, normal, you have beginning, middle, end. But with holotropic thinking, you have the middle, which is your consciousness, and think about filling all the bubbles within bubbles within bubbles outside of that. 
And the benefits to that was you can access any part of the information at any time. It's more dynamic. Yeah, you don't have to go through the linear event to go, okay, well, I haven't seen the middle, so I don't want to see the end. It's like, well, let's see. I got the end. It's like, it's like a Tarantino movie. Okay, I saw the end first. Let's see how we got there. Wait a minute. That 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 doesn't make any sense. Go back to the beginning. Okay, play back. Well, you know, it's funny you say it because everybody knows. Well, the average person hasn't really thought about it, but if, if you really think about it, we all know how this thing starts and ends. It yeah. starts with you being born. And it ends with you dying. Oh yeah. Well, there's so many examples. So of linear uh, yeah. So life. along the way, you're you're building all these events and different experiences along your life pattern. Right. But without ever knowing what the end is, you don't know where the middle is, and I think that's where people fall in. Like I said, the denial of death is what really screwed us up as a society. Well, I, I think a lot of it too is people clinging to to things in general. Clinging. To, <laughs> no shit. Cling, Safety, it's my blanket. Clinging. To, my blanket. Yeah. Clinging to anything's bad. Clinging to life. Clinging to people. Clinging to clinging to anything. Does not allow you to be to operate freely in kind of you just, just made me feel like an asshole. I am uh, so quick to let go. Like when we were talking about <laughs> girls, I'm fast at that. I don't cling and shit. It's like, oh my god, I think I think we should break up. Don't worry, I'm gonna find. We're like, all right, all right, we'll talk to you later. We're like, wait, asshole, you're not even like, no, you're the one. I, I would say my wife's probably one of the few people that I actually have more of a cling feel to. But even then, oh, I, I could, yeah, agree. But but it's, even then, I try not to. I try not to. You know, hold her down. I, I let her be her own person. I want, uh, I want my, I want my wife to be the same person I met that doesn't give a fuck and says what she wants to. Right. Well, the evolution of you go through multiple evolutions in any relationship. Oh yeah. It, yeah think about and when the hopefully, first, yeah. hopefully you both like evolve at the same times. There was times in my marriage I'm like coming up on 20 years here, and there was times where we were nowhere near compatible. There's like entire year-long runs of yeah, hey, how, yeah, what's up? I, I, I like Gavin McGinnis made, makes a statement, uh, and I find it I find it very true, especially when you've been married for a while, that some that this year is going to be a bad year. Yeah, <laughs> you can just tell. You're <laughs> yeah, all, and that sucks. Yeah, you just like this is going to be a bad year. It doesn't mean that you should end the marriage or the relationship. It's just going to be a bad fucking year. Well, where's the stick to this? You know what I mean? Where's people that are like fucking tough it out, bitch? You think that first year of all the sucking and fucking is what a marriage is? You are wrong. No, that, but okay. So, so you're, you're gonna roll on it and, and go end up with some other person that you got to start over. Not not just start over, but like everybody has their own baggage, and you don't find no out. Shit. You don't find out what that is till way down the fucking road. People are really good at hiding their baggage. Yeah, they are, that, especially women. They are very good at not. You don't. You're like, oh, 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 God yeah. Damn. Well, th- so let's let's kind of go back through <laughs> the circle back. Yeah, through the experience. So the first time I never got the breakthrough is that that's when you the did one, you ever get the breakthrough? Yeah, I did get the breakthrough. Oh wow! So the the breakthrough, you're not ready for it. I'm gonna tell you that right now. No one's <laughs> no one's fucking ready for no the amount of volumes that you could read. Don't give a shit, shit huh? dude, because it, it comes on so fast, so hard, <laughs> so intense. Totally agree. So th- when I got the breakthrough, so. When when I hit it, I blew it out, and I was just chilling. All of how a sudden, long did it take to hit you? Seconds. Okay, yeah, okay. It, it, That's it, how you know you're going on a wild ride, because the first time when you didn't have the breakthrough, how long did it take you? It came on fast, but I never had the... F- it, it, you know what it felt like? It felt like sitting in the Millennium Falcon, but instead of you going forward in hyperspace, you're going backwards, but your mind's staying where it's at. So your body's being... You're, it has a feeling of your mind being ripped from the body. So the first time around, wow. the first time around, I felt the pull, but not the break. The second time around, that fucker snapped off, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it was just like my mom would be I, proud I, of me. I remember, I remember when when the first time around, it felt like I was speeding toward Mars because there's this pitch black, and then I remember the kaleidoscope kind of angle, and it was this black space, and it looked like stars. That's and, the first time. 
No, that that was when I actually got the breakthrough. Now, you, did you close your eyes or you have them open? Yes. Oh, so you close your eyes and that's when everything turned yeah, into star field. That's everything to do. And, and, and you could almost, I could almost see myself ripping through time and space. And then your sense of perception is way off. So it that the duration, like even though DMT is very short lived, but your duration feels like like a, it, it felt like almost a year had passed. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely you have that whole a lot of time has passed. And then by the time, like by the time you can focus on numbers again and actually see a clock, you're dipping out of it. You're like, dude, it's been 11 fucking minutes. That was a ride, man. Like, how do I like, I don't know my before I always, cause again, I thought that because I did like other hallucinogens, I'm like, Oh yeah, no big deal. It'll be like a VR trip. It's all encompassing. It's it's. And if I could warn anybody, even with shrooms or acid, don't think that you're going to be you still. Don't think that it's like, oh, it's just like seeing colors, but I'm going to be a state of mind like as if I was walking through the park. No. It's like, no, it no. changes everything. All all the values are all cranked up is the best way to think of it. Everything's cranked up except for one thing, your connection to your five senses. Yes. But that's what that's what you're looking. That's when you're when you're doing something like that, you're looking for a way to disrupt how you process things. Right. All the fucking gallons of alcohol I've ever drink drinking. I've never disconnected quite like no. that. Well, think about it. Why do you read a book? To disconnect, to, 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 to escape, I guess. Yes, but what's the intensity of a disconnect when you read a book? It can be a lot. There's times I don't even remember reading the page, but I know I did because I read the page again and realized my mind's eye made the picture of everything I was reading. Which is true. But but So when you do certain actions, you're looking to disconnect. Even when, you, when you're on your phone playing a game, playing a video game, on Facebook, TikTok, all these different things, you're looking to disconnect. Oh, yeah. But there's levels of what the disconnect does. The disconnect can just be... You know, just like stupid novelty, it can be you engaging in an idea by reading a book or or different things like that. This is just an alternative to do it, but the disconnect when this happens, it's so intense and so abrupt and so and so chaotic. Right. I can't believe how though how you describe it as being ripped from your body. For me, I guess the, it was like being birthed. Oh really? I was just. Right in there. It did. There was no rip. I went nice and soft. It was totally padded and good to go. See, my, and my, I think years of meditation and shit for that for me yeah, just my, not being afraid. Mine was my, the first time that I, that I experienced a breakthrough was like it was being ripped. Like so. So oh, I'm so glad I didn't have that. I might so, have pissed so, myself. Well, no. I, just, <laughs> I, I know. I know. Just let go and fall into it. I, well, not, see, and I think that's you that's, can't fight it. There's obviously there's obvious differences in our personalities too of how we go about things, how we go about life. And that would actually make a lot of sense based on our personalities where I was complacent. Isn't the word I was comfortable with the chaos. Oh yeah. That's that. No, was so was I great. No, don't, don't But what you weren't expecting was I'm out of control. Probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's if I had to take a guess, that's pretty much what probably made your consciousness a little uncomfortable was the guess what bitch you're disconnected. But, but the, the rip wasn't uncomfortable to me. No, it it was it was, was just it violent. Was it aggressive? Was yes, it, it was. But really, okay. But, but you but were you were okay with? I that. didn't fear. I didn't fear. I just felt. I, okay, it's, I, it's important to make that differentiation. Yeah, you, you just you, you got to catch yourself in the moment. It's say, like getting socked in the face and not being emotional about it. Yes, yeah, it, 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 <laughs> that happened. Yeah, it just it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. That's so the only are, way. Are, it's it's you know what it is. You're on the roller coaster. So are you going to close your eyes and grip it to death? Fuck no. Or are you just gonna that's let what you, I used to do. Yeah. Or are you just going to let your hands go and enjoy the ride? Yeah. Well, that's the whole, what is it? I don't know if you uh, followed my Facebook, but the picture of me on Splash Mountain where I have the devil horns up, my hat on backwards, <laughs> my sunglasses, tongue out, just going, ah! And everybody else on the ride is fucking terrified. 
I'm all, if that isn't a photograph of my life right there, this is the end. Well, we better enjoy it. <laughs> you, know? you know what the weird thing about it, too, is after you do it, it's it's so intense and it's, and it's so fast. It's kind of hard to kind of really, once you once the experience passes, it's, it's hard to grasp it and try to get a hold of it. It's, 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 oh, it's, it takes weeks to decompress. And yeah, I a can, lot. yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're talking about something once you, once you do it you're meditating about it for months afterwards trying oh to, yeah trying absolutely to, trying to trying to rationalize what you saw and trying to understand how was your uh how was your adrenaline when you first oh had it's fucking peaks just fucking felt like a full dump yeah it it it, it, it it's almost the the like it, you get the adrenaline dump of fight or flight for your life i agree 100 percent. but again you're okay with it yeah you know what I mean? Because a lot of times you get like me. Well, I, I've I been react. in a lot of shit, shitty situations that go bad, and you just learn to, to accept what you're in. That's probably what it is, huh? Yeah, you're just like, well, this is going bad, so let's <laughs> just fuck. yeah, fuck it. Well, like, I, like I've you're, been you're, in like seven car accidents. Eventually, you just, <laughs> oh look, it's happening again. <laughs> let's hope I'll walk away from this piece of shit. Okay, oh, fingers, toes, little blood, but I'm okay. <laughs> I can move my feet, so we're good. I'm not crippled. You, you know what? You know what? DMT, in my opinion, is it. If you're a newbie and you, and you're and you're scared of the whole idea of taking acid or shrooms, DNT is a good alternative to get the to get you through a cycle of what the disconnect feels like for some of those things. Well, from what I've read and even experienced, I'm it's it is like sleep in the that it like it does paralyze your body too. Yes, and that's a good thing. It's you are there's moments where you'd be just tearing shit up, going, "What the fuck?" Going yeah, on. Like yeah. Acid doesn't paralyze your body. No, neither does mushrooms. Neither does mushrooms. That shit paralyzes your body. Yeah, yeah. When you take acid or mushrooms, you can go about <sighs> your day. You might be very. Oh, I've seen I've seen a dude fucking peel his fingernails back, digging in the fucking dirt. I could see that. Going, oh, dude, 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 this is so cool. Look at this. Look at this. Because he thought it looked awesome to watch the dirt fall back into the hole. Didn't have an idea. He had damage. no idea. It was like, dude, get up, get up, get up, get up. And then when his fingers stung, I guess when we were washing off his fingertips. <sighs> no, no. He said he didn't feel it. He saw the pain. He didn't. He didn't feel he it. He didn't feel the sting. He oh, saw wow. the sting. See, that's weird because it I, still hurt. But he saw it like almost like a little cartoon electric. Because I remember the first time I was frying, I smashed my hand in something, and that it didn't bring you back though, did it? No, but dude, it <laughs> like like for, for sensory overload. Yeah, I, I, and from whatever he said, I didn't smash my hand that hard, but it felt like my hand had been crushed by a bulldozer. <laughs> well, your senses are all turned up. But the, but the weird thing about it too, I remember afterwards, I didn't see any bruise or anything on my hand, and it, and I didn't feel it afterwards either. But in the moment. I could see your brain manifesting. Like, you ever wake up from a dream like you got hit and that spot of your body's cold? Oh. But then yeah. it kind of, everything goes back to normal. There's no bruising. There's no nothing. Your body, dude, you'd be surprised. And that's why it's kind of cool that you were talking about um, the guy at the controls. Yeah. Because in all honesty, that dude's in a, in control of a lot more than you think. <coughs> I had, um, one time I had this, me and my buddy in high school used to stay up for 24 hours at a time. Like, Friday night. We'd stay up. We'd go to school on Friday, go up to, like, the forest and shit, fuck around, like, totally sober. And then, like, about 10, 30, 11, I'd get back home down in the valley and then go to sleep. One time, and I don't know why, I had a dream, which I call, like, a, a previous life flashback. It was, like, in the 70s in a parking garage in Reno. And I'm walking with this chick. This dude comes up to try and fucking rob me. I have a bottle behind my back. I go to swing, miss. Dude stabs me right underneath my left fucking rib. Pulls it out, and I'm like, oh, God. Now, looking back, that's the feral artery. You're fucking donezo. This was a dream? It was a dream. Oh, shit. I fucking fall back, grab the fucking thing, and I remember the sensation of getting colder while I felt the warm blood leaking. 
And so weird how your brain does that. Right. And the chick, I remember the chick screaming, but it was getting farther and farther away. And the last thing I thought was, you know, what? I'm okay with this, which the reason I even bring that up is like the power of the mind and DMT is very similar to what your brain would do to you in the event of a death scenario. I could see that. You're going to fucking see that. Yeah. And you're going to be okay with it. Can you imagine like all of a sudden you get shot in the stomach, your guts go like Vietnam scenario. You're fucking half blown up, but you're like, now you're tripping balls. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, your, your, fault, your body starts dumping all types of stuff to kind of get you. Oh, yeah, exactly. It, you go through the shock process where you don't actually feel the pain, but it's um, devastating. And the exception being that, like, most most drugs and shit are not the cause of why you feel the way you do. Um, they release the, the chemical that naturally happens in your body. Whereas DMT, that chemical happens in your pineal gland, which they say is your third eye or whatever, which I can see why all the psychic pictures are like circles of yeah, rugs and uh, shit. From whatever he says, when, when you die, you experience the similar thing. I could see that. The yeah. people that have come back and told the story. It was yeah. weird, too, because I remember when I... When I'm I, having trouble remembering, and these people, like, they were dead and came back and probably woke up out of a coma to tell the story. I don't know how, <laughs> you know what I mean? Even trying to remember any trip I've ever had is like, wait, wait, what happened? There was something, there was something, you know? But I could totally, what is it? DMT occurs naturally in your body, just not at those amounts. So they believe that maybe it has something to do with sleep. It's stored up, but it, it, it triggers so much shit. Like, why does it make your brain result to this perfect math of your environment? And that's weird. It's, when, it's weird that you say perfect math because that's what it is. Everything has geometrical patterns. And, but the thing is, they're happening at warp speed rates. Oh, yeah. Again, like the Matrix analogy was probably the best. Yeah. Interpreting all that information, you're like, holy shit. That's that, Imagine that's watching that. the Matrix, the green Matrix, and then making everything really crisp lines, all the letters flowing down when you when you look at the, the green letters. And then imagine that going 900 miles an hour. And now it creates a picture. <laughs> you know? Yes, it has what it does. It creates this picture where it folds in on itself because the the accelerated speed. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, again, I would choose that over this boring social media fucking life that they've created for us oh dude you know what i mean like like i feel bad for anybody probably under 26 anybody under that age and i think 26 years ago where was everything at 26 90, years ago when well, it was 90 something like that but it it isn't me or do i have a false sense of reality that there was a lot more community-based things you used to do. Absolutely. Like, I, I want to say community, but you hung out with neighbors more and more stuff like that. Yes, and it's been going downhill ever since then. Yeah, there's... So we... So we, trip on some ayahuasca with your neighbors. So but we have more interaction through media outlets and less interaction of real interactions. Yeah, I think that's where it's fortunate where, like, I work, I interact with a lot of people. Yeah. So that's good. Well, it's not, it's not even so much you interact with other people. You, you interact with a lot of people on a natural basis. Yes, where there's no room. Well, because of our trade, there's no room for bullshitting a lot of times. Like but, but nobody really has to cater who they are or critique it. I mean, you just you be yourself. And either people want to talk to you or they don't. I like that. So do I. Yeah. If you think I'm an asshole, don't talk to me. I, I'm not going to take it personal. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Huh? No. You're, you're, Somebody's you're, like, man, what is that? Like, dude, you're, 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 you're telling me that the other day. You're weird. And yeah. I've never denied that. But but you're you're allowed to think I'm weird and not associated with me. I'm not going to hold it against you. Well, that's what's cool about that particular. Because some people are like, oh, you're weird. I don't want to be around you. It's like because they're projecting their own insecurities on you. So that's how I can actually spot dangerous people you, you, based on what comes out of their mouth. You actually think that's a lot of it is people projecting? Absolutely. It's, that's that's the byproduct of social media. I, I kind of delved into that. Um, me being a service advisor, um, I kind of cracked the code. And it was a combination of things. 
Um, if you read a book called um, Behold a Pale Horse, it's about a guy who breaks down how the social construct that we've talked about before, how you control people, you know, fucking Operation Mockingbird and all that. He kind of breaks it down. So something that I actually saw, and that was right around uh, the one spirit animal trip too, where I saw a pattern with how I, what I said and how I conducted myself with people. And this one chick, my trainer, was actually pissed, and I don't know why, because I told her people are trained by the TV, and they will respond well to seeing that. So with certain people, as long as it's not a type A personality, you put on a show, and you got them. You know what I wonder? I wonder if the CIA ever ever regrets giving people acid. Because look at the ramification fallout. Oh, years later, look at all. Yeah, look at the. No, not not not. It, it, I don't think it was a bad thing. I was. I think it was a way to disrupt the mechanism of media and how it operates. Right, and that's why there's been so much effort to go the other way. Now the internet and everything else has helped us out immensely. But then yeah. again, I oh, never yeah. would have known what fucking DMT was without fucking or, the internet. Or, or majority of things. Oh yeah, you just think that fucking beer, pot, acid, and shrooms is all there is in the world. <laughs> oh, there's also there's also methamphetamines, but. I've never seen anybody say, oh, thank God I took meth, yeah. except for heroin junkies. I've seen that transition yeah. go down. Meth is always like, fuck, man, I can't believe you did that when I was younger. Oh, absolutely. You're like, well, I dabbled, but uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, one, it's one of those things, either, either you got out or you got stuck in. Yeah, when you walk away, you fucking walk away. Yeah. If there's any inclination, you just slap yourself in the face. Yeah, you got you to gotta cut ties hard. That's why I couldn't, in my research of this, because I was a little excited about this topic, that they said that there was um, like always a, a, a chance of psychological uh, addiction. With this, I don't see that. I don't with see D anybody with, wanting with to DMT, acid, or shrooms. No way. Just DMT. There were specific. Well, e even with acid or shrooms, this is, I, I I find that only somebody that has never taken it would make that comment. I'd say maybe a C or D student might go down that path. <laughs> but even then, but even then, they're not going to be a C or D student for that long. That's how I feel about it. See, I. I just taking those 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 things, I would have. A, it's weird to, to think that would even be an addictive path. No, dude. Because because I wouldn't want to do that shit on the regular. No I mean, way. Don't get me wrong. No I was way, very dude. very secure in the trip that I had, but that's not something I want to no. do every Friday night, no. bro. No way. No fucking way. You got. I I can see why. Like in, any psychedelic needs to be used in high. High moderation. Moon cycles. That's you, why you think 28 days minimum, dude. And I'm going to yeah, go back to the like shamanic Maybe more mind. like three months if you're even going to. Like, <laughs> dude, you really got to. That stuff's used and designed to help you tease apart certain things in your psyche. Agreed. Agreed. And if you. That's almost like, like binge watching a show. But you took a piss for an entire episode, and you come back and you just move on to season three. See, I, you know what I mean? I, I, I would love to see my wife take a, some type of psychedelic mushrooms, acid, or shrooms, something like that. Really? This I, I like to see it. I, she would never do it. That's not. She thinks that stuff's crazy and stupid. But, but that's not. It's not in her wheelhouse of what she would do. But I think if she did, it would greatly change the way she perceived a lot of things. Yeah, but then again, that might turn around to. No, that would amplify the parts of her personality you were talking about earlier. About not giving a fuck. Yeah, that I, would really amplify. Well, no, I noticed I, I didn't give a fuck. Like a I said, lot I, afterwards. I, I, I love the woman I'm with because she doesn't give a shit. That's awesome. Me too. Yeah, my wife truly does not give a fuck. Yeah, that's I, 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 I don't get hung up on her, and she doesn't get hung up on me for the most part. <laughs> you can't. That, no, that's the person she is. That's the person I am, and I accept her for who she is. Well, that's awesome. I would never. I don't know. I would never even offer my wife to do that shit. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't even want to know what, what, what you got hiding up in the rafters there. I don't even, you know. Do you, you think it'd be too much for her? Um, 
I don't know that it's too much, but it might go it might go the wrong direction. I don't know. Anxiety attack or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Because she's you know she's got a problem with anxiety and shit like that. Yeah, so that, the, yeah. If, if you the whole the whole it's full. It's dude. Well, the thing too is from from a lot of stuff I was reading about DMT, a lot of women don't handle it well, and that's not a blight against women. Don't take that the wrong way. No, it's, but neurologically that makes sense. It's it it creates anxiety. A lot of guys don't hold on to anxiety. But we, we're okay with anxiety because it's the equivalent of like feeling like you have to shit. That's how my anxiety. Feels. <laughs> I'm like, I either have anxiety or I got to take a fat dump, dude. It's one of these. It's one of those two. I, that's that's literally how I feel anxiety. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I got to shit. And that's oh, it. That's man. the extent of my anxiety. And it took years of going down through lots but, of meditation. And shit. It's it's a whole thing of being able to let go about things. You you have to you have to be able to let go. And yeah. I, and that's where a lot of the ancient I, religions I, talk about. Well, no, that, I, I don't, I, like I said, this ain't no blight against women. And I'm not saying this for all women, but I think. A lot of studies indicate a lot of women have more anxiety issues and issues of letting go than a lot of guys do. I agree, but that's also why it's so important for the nuclear family, in my opinion. Yeah, well, women it, are the stability; they're the ones that keep the whole thing. Oh together. yeah, hundred percent. My wife is the anchor; she's the <laughs> yeah, concrete. You are the sun, yeah. and that's how. Like, I wish I, I can't tell my wife that enough. You are the sun in my universe. Don't ever think otherwise. You know what I mean? Sometimes, yeah, I think I'm out by Pluto, but I mean, yeah, you know? yeah. this orbit's going to make his way back. Yeah, I'm working my way past Uranus. It's fine. <laughs> Zing. Yeah, I had to make a sex joke at least one time. It's not an episode unless I make at least one sex joke. Oh, man. But no, I mean, it's to really describe and like to be aware. I just had the, the, the flashback of all like, again, life around you. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like there was shit running around. Well, the, the more we talk about um, even economics ties into this whole idea we're trying to talk about to the fact that cycles are normal. Yes. There's there's growth, life, and decay, and then it repeats. Right. And what is it the Egyptians used to say? If you have no control, well, you really no, You have no control over your life. Your destiny was preordained in the stars. Right. It's very, very esoteric and vague because it's like been translated three times. But you control you. Yes. I.E., you can't really control like like me and you sitting here. This was ordained back when the Big Bang happened. Somehow the molecules formed and this and that. The universe was naturally going to put us in this room together. But I have control over how I feel about this. I have control over what happens in the moment. You have control over what the actions you take afterwards. Right. And, There's yeah. a butterfly effect. But the actions I take aren't necessarily my own because if you think of all the programming we've had, my life is a collection of experiences up to this point and I'm making decisions based on that. You, you know what psychedelics do? I think they do the best. Is they help break up the a With lot of the that pro- what I just said <laughs> a lot of the program you get through your childhood through 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 your schooling yeah, it forces you to see the real thing like shrooms force you to see yourself whereas something as intense as a DMT trip forces you to see the fabric of reality and time yes and how insignificant you are yes but how important your understanding of everything is if that makes any sense no it does hundred percent yeah it, it, you you this you would, body is scrapped to be discarded at the end and given back to the planet. Yeah, it, it's and that's that's not us being doomers or black pill. That's just that's the reality of nature. Well, what is it? The cow eats the grass, the grass becomes the meat. We eat the meat. <laughs> you know what I mean? The rest goes back to fertilizer. We poop. It makes more grass. The cow comes and eats the grass, and the cycle goes on and on and on. Yeah. That's how it works. That's the beginning, middle, end scenario. So if you want to take a step out and look at the hollow scenario where all things are relative, like imagine like that's what makes me laugh about. I hate to use the word God. I'm not describing God as like a space grandpa. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. I, as I, much I, as it's... I, I think that's childish when people attach that. 
the, the, it's I, a description of the all-encompassing so energy. Of the the, so l- let's do this. Let's use this as a way to paint in what what God is and broad strokes. Broad, this broad is strokes. very. Let's broad. go broad strokes because we can go deep on this one. Yeah. So broad strokes. How do you think this universe came to be? It simply was. <laughs> how did it come to be? Yeah. Well, that's the whole. And again, I, I'm I'm not a fair one to ask that because the creator created through thought. Or consciousness. Consciousness manifested this reality that we're in. I'm thinking about what created the universe. I guess you could say energy, consciousness. Where'd that come from? It. Well, that's the thing. Is if energy. Wait, wait. No, you set me up. Go ahead. Energy always comes from somewhere. It does come from somewhere. But if if the uh, what was so the word the apotheos? So who the, like so the the Greek the Greeks talk about this all the time. Who is the mover? They said this way before the Christians and the Catholics <clears throat> came around. That's why I the, the Greeks used to talk about it. There's a great mover, and they they didn't refer to it as God as the, that, but because they were pagans, but but even at that time in humanity, you still had to assign a biped like that deity that, to it because that's the only way you could comprehend. Yeah, it. It, energy got applied somewhere, and the expansion of energy in the universe came into being. Right, but in the apotheos, and again, I never got it like I did from the TMT trip, where you actually, when you take a step back, think about what we said. Right, and I know you had the same experience that time. Time stops existing. You spend a year inside of ten minutes. Yeah. So it's, it's so hard to quantify that to people who have never had a DMT experience. So where I'm going with that is, if time doesn't exist, there's no point in explaining where did God come from. No, I agree with that statement. Okay, that's it. And and if you really want to see it, go to your local. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I, I I think that's where people that are religious have the the. Well, religion is level one, in my opinion. Yes. It's the entry level. Don't get me wrong. It's a necessary thing to get your foot in the door for spirituality. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You have to believe I, I, well, in something I, I think I think a lot of these young guys, they, a lot of these younger uh, people on the left, it's like that. They write it off as, as though it's stupid. But there, there's a lot of good stories and a lot of just things like that. Don't don't tether your life to it, but understand what they are. Oh, that's like my funniest argument. Somebody's like, oh, well, I'm an atheist. Do you realize that's still a religion? Yeah. Dumbass, you have to you have to ignore and or research in order to for your conviction. Progressivism is a religion. That's what again. That's that's oh, yes. It's manufactured by the cathedral, right? But that it's, whole idea. It's a list of beliefs or a belief system that is. They throw it out there, and then people start picking up the pieces and believing in it, no matter what happens. Yeah, and that's you, religion. And if you don't listen to it, they burn you at the stake. Oh, that's scary. Or they burn your house or business. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like when they burn witches at the stake. There's two theories. That I like. Since, since I wasn't there, I can't tell you which one was true. My the quickest one to explain is that there really were witches there, and they were about to be discovered. So they actually went. That's a witch. That's a that's witch. An that's in, a witch. That's an interesting. Um, yeah. View to have about that. <laughs> yeah, that's a witch. That's see. and now the two stories may be tied together because there's a certain type of mold that grows on rice if it's left in a basement too long, and it acts a lot like shrooms do. Oh, I can imagine, yeah. So they decided to feed, and either it was on accident or these witches did it. They fed the whole fucking village oh. this fucking soup that they oh. made, watched them trip balls, but they didn't give it to certain women. And the women they didn't give it to were the witches. <laughs> Crazy shit, huh? If you want to read a good book... About uh, <laughs> what a fucking astral ugly, projection and what an ugly flight. joke to play on somebody, right? Read the book um, "Flying Without a Broom." It's a really short read. Flying without a broom, and it shows you how, like, to meditate, how to picture the well, and throw all your negative thoughts in there, and all kinds of interesting stuff that's from multiple sources. And it even goes down to where it describes witches, and you know why the broomstick thing came from? Why they're flying on why? a broom? This is gross. They take a, a thing of herbs and shit, probably a DMT effect. And they ram it up their twat with a broomstick. 
Oh wow! And then that's it. Works would, like kind of like a suppository. Yeah, and it would just fucking woo. It would just send him to the fucking moon. And see, I, and I laugh because we act like like all these hallucinogenics are something we discovered within the last hundred years. No, and they're demonized by Nancy Reagan's and shit. Oh my god, you can't do that. It's like but well, it anybody, could be dangerous in the hands I mean, of an idiot. Look at look at the per- current running uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Democratic <laughs> VP. <laughs> The Joe Blow 2020. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good like that. <laughs> oh, man. Confusy and easy. Well, that's going to be an awesome Friday show when we cover that. Oh, you should see my notes the, already, bro. Oh, I, I can only, that's gonna we're going like, to spend a lot of time on Yes, that. that's probably the only thing we're going to cover. Well, I kept it light this week because of that. Um, there was a couple couple things. I don't want to ruin it, but there was a couple things that we're going to cover, but that's going to be a bulk of it. So, But um, no, I mean, why wouldn't you want your populace to reorganize their fucking... Cerebral meat Because it, it, it disrupts the manufacturing It inhibits consent. control Well not that It disrupts If you're trying If you're trying to get everybody on the same page And you got a cup And you got people doing psychedelics It disrupts the way They're processing the bullshit You're ramming down the throat Okay but Like what we talked about I think it's episode one or two Production Right I disagree hardly with I guess What is it The machine I do that too. somehow psychedelics would stop production. I, I I disagree with the machine too, but the machine is critical for us to, to continue this way of life. Yeah, but I mean, even even then, can't we all come to an agreement as opposed to it's either this or this? You Why know, it you know what the thing with, with psychedelics? I think it it disrupts the machine's ability to really to really pour the coals to the fire. Yeah, because you're more apt to hear somebody say something. And go, you know what, dude? Fuck off. Well, not like that, but if 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 like. They're tr- they're trying to grind you to the to the to the brimstone at work and try to get you to work as hard as you can, and you, you understand well you know I'm gonna die at the end. Well, what time's are- a lot longer than you think, so I'm gonna save a little gas in the tank for me. Oh, you can't do that. Yeah. Go go go. Well, not that, but then if you do that, then you disrupt the incentive to really to really just work nonstop. Why would you consume your entire life around work? It depends on what you do. Even then. But now I say there's exceptions to the rule, but for the most part, if you're working for somebody else, somebody else is making money off your back. Why would you spend your whole life doing that? Like to the bone, bringing yeah. the intensity. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, hold on, you're making money off my intensity, so we need to either renegotiate this deal. You know what I mean? Well, the big thing, too, is you got to keep in mind, you can't keep the pace in any type of trade school, blue-collar job that you do when you're younger when you get older. Well, how about this? What Aristotle said. You have the people who are just experiencing their reality. You have the people up from that, I guess we'll call them the masters, that can now you know, help those people and then you have, which is weird because he used the word artist, which is like an upper echelon term. And the artists are the people that can teach both the masters and the peons. You know what I mean? Do you remember but, that? Yeah, but Aristotle also knew that people, a lot of people were idiots too. Well, that's something that um, my mom loves this. I had a theory, and I, I don't know if I ever told her this, but I came up with it on shrooms. And the theory was that no matter what you do, the world is filled with filler. And nowadays... Oh, Play- Plato hits on that hard. Well, nowadays it's Aris- NPCs. Yeah, like Plato's, Plato talks about it. Plato even goes as far as to remove those people from society. I had a shaman disagree with that for an hour. Oh, really? Yeah, for an hour. He's like, I, I, I believe that everybody has the maximum amount of potential. I'm all, yes. No. But will that potential be unlocked in most people? No. Or be utilized. Right. That meat, don't get me wrong. Yes, your fucking bio unit does have the potential to reach that. But the but, chances of it happening are small. Not that, but for how long? Right. They're going to go, this is stupid. Kind of like the what the... We're, 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 what is it? All the middle states are the people that didn't have the fortitude to make it to California. 
My feet hurt. Let's stop. They fucked. They had a family, and boom, Arkansas came around. What, but those are critical because you need. Yes, you, they are, yeah. and they have their own place to yes. do their own thing. That's why now, um, and it doesn't matter. I'm gonna ex- extend like what is it? Um, a lot. The word, the term that's been thrown around a lot lately is the black community, right? You need to add an S on that because you can't sweep everybody under fucking one rug. And there's also, hey, how about the communities across the United States? Well, there's, there's, dude, there's thousands of communities. And they all share, they're all very similar, but they all share very different views. If you go all the way back east, like I, after talking for an hour, stand out like a fucking sore thumb because of my thoughts and the way I conduct oh, yeah. myself. Very, Just like a fucking very, New Yorker. Yeah. That's where um, this one guy that I used to, who was a manager, I already know how to deal with East Coasters because I've had a lot of friends from over there. And he came in and I changed up how my sentence structure and dialect went based on what I know with this guy. And that's when I was doing sales. So you kind of have to do that on the fly. Dude fucking loved me. And I'm like, oh my God, that's when I started cracking the program of, and this is why I want people to wake up. It's like, dude, if someone like me. But but you do that, you do that naturally. As, as, I do. No, 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 no. I'm talking about people. Oh, people in general? Yeah. Th- th- think well, about, that's the discrimination. Let, let, You're discriminating the entire time but, against but, what let, doing. But just think about that. Like the, the way I would act, some, act, act with somebody or interact with somebody from, from back where I live in South Sac compared to somebody that lives in like a Rockland area. Yes. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, they're not going to see the whole envelope what I am. But the guy that lived in South Sac where I grew up at, he's going to get the whole paradigm of who I am. Right. I, I don't I don't gotta hide right. any yeah. of the the person I am with that person. <laughs> the because, nuances. Yeah, because uh, But that, see here's the thing, both of those are you, depending on how thick you're laying it on. Yeah, but a lot of those people from the, the more posh areas. Right. They're all fake. Yes. There's no reason to be I, I find people that pretentious are, is I've I found people that are from posh areas and more pretentious areas. Well you've been you've Ubered. Yes. I've broken those people's heads. By the time they get out of the car, they're like, What the fuck? I, I find a lot of those women, the guys are, you know, they're, they're, they're the guys that they're just as bad, but the women that are part of those communities. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. They think their stock's worth 130,000. It's all, no, it's worth 130 bucks. But yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. They're the ones who, what is it like? Oh God. I can't, for some reason that made me think of the meme as heck can bitches be fucking sitting there like a Craigslist ad. They're trying to pawn that pussy off being like, Oh, it's fresh and clean. It's like, that's just got 200,000 miles on it. Uh, you ever think, <laughs> you, you ever think any of those people ever, ever, ever have any realized like, in, in in them own in their own selves when they're when they're being who they are when they get done they go home you ever think about they they ever ponder about that do stuff? they have inner reflection most likely not the I denial think, is so I, deep I think they do and you think so and they they said they got to crank up more of that personality in the process to offset it oh like they reflect and go man next time when somebody says this and this I got to do this and this like not, that kind of thing not even to that extent but just really really like if they're hanging out with what say they're hanging out with their friend their friend's husband and and them just bought a new Two million dollar home, yeah. You think you're awesome for that? No, that. But what's what's that one reference response we're gonna be? Oh, we're gonna buy a home too for two million. It's that whole Jones. That's a hard pass for me. I I don't know how you can. Live I don't life. do that either. Neither do I. I can't. Like I have a buddy that I grew up with, and I'm trying to get it. He likes our podcast. I'm trying to get him to listen to more. And that family was very much a keeping up with the Jones type of family. Oh, dude. Whereas my family was like, this is the one good thing I get. Well handful of good things about my stepdad he was a penny pitcher you're millionaire next door type right <laughs> so he actually was very conservative you didn't get it unless you need it you saved up for it instead of running it on credit i mean there was a lot of good lessons yes um, my grandfather was the same way i didn't realize how successful he was until after he died you're but like holy shit but they grew up in a time where you had to have capital saved up and different things like that right and it, they can it, they can just borrow cheap money all the time right but then there's the whole and don't get me wrong i am proud of some people when 
they've been wanting that boat for a long time. They pull up with the boat, and you're like, oh, dude, good job. Right on. Do you like this boat? Because well, in I'm, six I, months, let's see if you still like this I, boat. I'm not telling people don't don't pursue what they want, but be more honest about with yourself. Right. If you're buying that just to like shove it in somebody else's face, you're a dick. I, I don't. Even think, <laughs> That's how I. I don't even think you're a dick, but it's short lived. Well, what do you get out of that? You're right. It's short lived, and it's 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 consuming. You're consuming that feeling, and now you have to move on to a next one. Yeah. So now I got to get the Jaguar. Fuck! I, I got the Jaguar. I got to get the new garage doors because that dude has little windows in I, it. I know the older I get, the more content I am with this spending time with the, with the wife and kids. That's really what the it's podcast all about. thing's awesome. Hanging out with you and doing this, this is always hella fun. Well, this this is I can I can almost feel the energy of reaching other people. You know what I mean? I don't. I see. Even we didn't make reach to the people that sitting here bullshitting is fun. Well, yeah. I mean, we get talked about at work all the time. Like, hey, isn't you guys something to do? Yeah, and I'm going to do it. Anything else? <laughs> I still love that. Hey, they're waiting. Yeah, we're not going to disappoint. Wait, they shall. Yeah. <laughs> Just so people know that does happen. If you're a dick, you're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Just like anywhere you go. If you go to a restaurant and you're... I will never yell at a waitress or a cook yeah. because... I want my food spitting. Well, it's even worse than that. They drop it on the floor. This, I, I'm not going to, like the whole thing I said, talk about cops, when, when cops are just people going to work, these people that work at restaurants are just people going to work. Yes, that's that's absolutely true. Don't shit on that. Imagine that. Imagine a cop every three months going on a fucking crazy DMT trip. How long would they be a cop? Oh, <laughs> not only that, but just any type of psychedelic trip. It can be mushrooms or anything. But we got to remember that's a different type of mentality. It is. That's always that specific. I, I think I think acid would be the one that if you were law enforcement, stay the fuck away from. Yeah, because that could permanently rewire you. Yeah, especially that, through all your fear. Yeah, yeah acid is one of those ones that do like you can go sour. Well, let's take um, dusk. Was it dusk till dawn? Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Remember the cop at the beginning, the Texas cop. Oh, next thing you know, I'm sick as fuck. Picking up pigs in a blanket, right? That's how I think of like Johnny Law. Your typical lawman, that's what he's doing, running around, gun on his hip, kind of enforcing things <laughs> because he feels that's his call. But that type of mentality, I would not inject psychedelics into. He's fine with his whiskey and his cigars. Leave him the fuck alone. Yeah. Just like I'm fine with what I do, leave me alone. Kurt Cobain would have been fine with heroin, but you had to take it away from him. But the, but, the, but the thing we, we always circle back to is those things have to become too on on their own by you yes so personal responsibility so your choice to, to pursue a psychedelic experience or to smoke weed or drink or do any of these things or any type of vice or anything to disrupt the way you process things or, or you're thinking about things that that's you making that choice so if you go home and you're an alcoholic every night there's a i'm not going to judge you for that you're you're the one making the choice to do that right and you're not willing to suffer without it yeah that's where i look and that's with any drug i mean i've dealt a lot with addicts from family members and stuff. And you realize this like, man, this fucker's got a hold of you. But unlike previous generations where I would say almost, was it the greatest generation or the boomer generation that just chose to ignore those problems? See, but the, but like we, when we talked about on the last one with the Fed and stuff, the boomer generation rode the wave of the reserve dollar and, and a lot of the benefits from the, that. The true high crest, right? and, the high and, watermark. Yeah, and not that, but the, the dollar having a lot of purchasing power. We're getting off tangent. I don't, I don't want to go down that. I want to keep this strictly... Kind of with the the psychedelic and the whole the way your mind the processes good bad stuff. and the other ways yeah yeah but yeah but I, I figure we're about the hour mark we'll probably call it that yeah I think we've said what we're gonna say I mean if you want to do it do it if you don't don't I mean whatever man just be prepared be prepared it, <laughs> it is it is be isn't. prepared it's probably the most intense fucking thing you've ever experienced yeah hands down uh, imagine going off a water slide that has a straight vertical drop and there's no bottom in sight no I guess you could say it's like 
like a Rick and Morty scene. You're going off a water slide, and at the other end of that water slide is infinite space, but you're still... With geometric shapes yeah, spinning and turning. You're still going into it. Once you get on that slide and let go, dude, there ain't no stopping. Yeah. It's fucking on. It will eventually end, though. It does. It does. Every, all things come to an end. Yeah. So tip your waitress. Really Easy. If they were